0: Got it. It's like six o'clock and there's in the like morning. Mosquitoes inside there, and and then people are like, "Just get a sleeping pad." And I, I'm like, "That doesn't."
1: There's not enough sleeping pads. Look, I have a Comfortrest adjustable bed now. <laughs> Do you know yeah. this? No. You know the adjustable bases, Maya. We yeah. got one. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it. Okay. It's a thing. I I feel like we should probably have that. I mean, I don't. I had my qualms, and you had your qualms. I had my qualms about it. What's the qualm i didn't I don't like things like that that are just gonna break like like <laughs> it's a mechanical thing like it's gonna break at some point,
0: right, unlike just a regular mattress, where you know it just, what I mean yeah, like
1: it- and so that from that standpoint alone, I'm like, then what <laughs> There's no repairman that's going to come out and fix this damn thing. And let's hope it doesn't get stuck and broke when it's up. (laughs) So that I'm folded like, you know, a V shape. And then I'm stuck that way.
0: Would you make Warren's leave on that side then? Oh, we have to agree.
1: We don't have... In order to do... What? (laughs) Listen. They're not separate? We don't want separate beds? No, but I would think that two sides would have separate adjustments. They do, but in order to, in order to utilize that function, you have to have separate mattresses. Okay. And we're like, we don't want to do that. We're not like in the fifties. So we have to agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On whether you're upright or laying down. Yeah, it's, I don't know. The verdict is out. Sounds like the verdict's in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right what do we got here are a you still song? doing research
1: no I'm ready to go okay I was born ready
0: <laughs> oh god okay, okay I've had like
1: have a cup of coffee I'm ready to go robots our music robots and wells.
0: <laughs> it's spirit it's early it's AF. a.f. a.f. Come on in, we're about to begin saw you know? street. <laughs> so early seventy seven. Look at this nerd over here. Aww.
1: He's cute. He wants coffee. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning out there. Good morning, world. Good morning, South Street. It is absolutely bucolic out there.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's one of my favorite words, by the way. It is? I tried to use it on our website, and everybody was like, I don't even know what that word means. And I was like, pastoral.
1: It's a great word. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what. (laughs) Yesterday was a sauna, uh, or some people like to say sauna. Uh, so I got up and I was just assuming, looking outside and seeing the bright sun, yeah, that I was gonna walk out to another sauna.
0: Yeah, you're wearing a tank top.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful, it's like cool out there.
0: That's well, it rained a lot last night, but we're, we're doing this very early, and by very early, I mean it's nine o'clock. That's early <laughs> on a
1: Sunday, it's like morning radio. That means I had to get up at eight o'clock,
0: <gasps> Amy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I got out of bed at 8.20. I got
0: out of bed at
1: 8.15. Except, as I'd like to point out again, you live at the studio. <laughs> so it's a little difference. I know, I know. Thank God they're done with this construction, Maya. The last time I came over here, there was part of 36 that was closed. Oh, yeah. And I was like, now what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> Luckily, you know, my historical knowledge of all the side streets in New Hope and Crystal from mm-hmm. growing up served me well. And, and I made it. And you made it. And you're like... Today I was on time. I want to point this out. It's been like the first time ever. Gold star
0: for Amy for being on time. <sighs> yep. Yep. I like it. I, as, when you got here, I uh, confessed I have nothing mm-hmm. prepared. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at talking in the morning. I, You know what I love or I hate? When people try Wait. to talk to me right away in the morning. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Just leave me alone till like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Tyler likes to do this thing in the morning where he's like, good morning, sunshine. And I'm like, "Mm." maybe we
1: should have um, Warren and Tyler like text each other in the morning (laughs) or call each other because Warren's like, good morning. (laughs) And then I'll be like, "Uh," and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, what's wrong? It's freaking morning. That's what's wrong. (laughs) I don't like, think oh like he's like oh yeah I,
0: I don't want him to stop doing it because it's how he expresses his love <laughs> right. and it
1: makes me feel good. Exactly. It's like that's on me that I'm a that I'm a <laughs> yeah. rotten like I'm rotten. That I'm a rotten person. <laughs> because like there's so many things where I'm like, this is just another example of you're a better person than I am. Or sometimes we have a
0: morning meeting at work and somebody wants to like ask me a million questions, and then this is the tone again. I'm like Ugh. No, it's been running for two weeks, not two months. That's, I'm, I'm, Ooh. I'm really snippy.
1: Listen to you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's my Morning attitude. meetings, the worst is the Monday morning. Like, a Monday at work is already bad enough. Yeah. Don't come at me at nine in the morning. Eight in the morning meetings on Mondays, not cool. Yeah. Well, Maya, how do you feel about Hurricane Ida bearing down on the Gulf Coast?
0: Start with a real downer, eh? Uh, I'm worried for them.
1: Maya, do you know about the hurricanes and the names and stuff?
0: Well, I know it's alphabetical.
1: Yeah, and then they will retire the names that are, like, particularly devastating storms? Well, here's my question. Mm-hmm.
0: T- Henri. Henri? Yeah. With an I. That's amazing. It wasn't a question. I'm just questioning... Well, I
1: think it's a beautiful name for a hurricane. That's the
0: thing is they should have horrible names.
1: Um, I disagree. They're so destructive. Henri ended up being not so bad, right? Okay, I'll give you that one. Maybe because of the name? It's kind of like when you meet a person, right? <laughs> like you're like... Chet. That's what happened to Chet. Exactly. Like, so you're, so you, um, you know, there's like certain names that are ruined for you because of people. Like, Same with hurricanes, Maya.
0: Do you want to get something? Do you want to shout out to someone? I
1: actually can't even think of any. Oh, I can think of somebody. There was a bully, Maya. Okay. A real live bully Uh-huh. that I had to deal with, Maya, at my bus stop. Ooh. She was rough. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you her name because who knows? She'd probably come and kill me. Looking back Actually, it- there were two. And both of their names were actually like really, like, scary names. So it's like, did that mom know that her kids were going to be bullies? Or was the mama bully? Like, was it just a culture of bullying in the family?
0: I always think about bullies as, like, abused children now.
1: It's I like, mean, it's they probably fine to think of
0: that, but also,
1: like... Terrible home life. My mom and I were talking last night because we went to Buffalo to visit and my mom and my sister and my niece, and... We were talking about on the way back my sister's like terrible um childhood with like bullying she was bullied so badly that she has like she literally was afraid of austin because little boys to her oh were scary and like she was afraid even though he she was like an adult like she was 18 right or whatever Mm -hmm. she was like she didn't like to be around him she was uncomfortable because she was like, he's gonna say something. He's gonna say I'm fat. He's gonna say I'm ugly. He's gonna, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, like, she would get, my mom was telling me she would get sick every day, every first day of school. Oof. And then she would end up throwing up. And then, like, we talked about the school nurse and how the school nurse is like the bright spot for so many kids. Aww. And, like, my mom, my sister's school nurse was Pat. And she, like, loved my sister, and she would, like, just let her come to the office, you know, and lay down, because she had a headache. Yeah. Air quotes. Like, kids are just, they just have it. kids have a tough time. It is hard being a kid. I mean, some kids don't have a tough time, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> some kids. Some
1: kids just have a great time, no problems. No adversity. But, but yeah, it's kind of sad, you know?
0: Well, Ida, um... Hmm. You know what's weird about that is all the, the footage is always people stacking sandbags and I always think about how, I don't want to live in hurricane country because stacking sandbags seems like the worst chore. Yeah. And like, oh, we watched a I house. I think,
1: does that really help? <laughs> <laughs> well, Why
0: else would they do it?
1: I don't know, because it's like, you don't, you have to do something and you're like, we'll just stack these sandbags. <laughs> Where does all the sand come exactly. from? Exactly.
0: Uh, anyway um, we were watching house hunters yesterday and they were looking in Florida and there was this gate you know they have hurricane shutters yes and so there's a mechanized gate and on this one it was very fancy that came down for hurricanes that you could put it would just like flip a button and Tyler goes oh I would just put that down every night
1: yeah why not (laughs) I mean why not in Florida is this in Florida yeah who knows what's going to come at you? Like, just put those suckers down. Just do it. Dip your toes in the sand
0: and become insane. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God, Maya. What are we going to do? What do you mean? I don't know. I don't want to Google now. And I don't want to look at things. <coughs> Can we talk about Nicole Kidman for a second? Sure. What is up with Nicole Kidman being in all these same shows, Maya? Like there are so many shows Maya that she's in and they all feel like the same show. Like she can't tell if she's a good guy or a bad guy and she's like mystical and maybe a villain. It's like this. I don't understand the difference between Big Little Lies, uh-huh. The Undoing, uh-huh. 9 Perfect Strangers, uh-huh. Like bring up any Nicole Kidman show and I'm like, "Yep, there's Nicole Kidman just being her like Well, she's got a lane." I mean, why yeah, not guess? Why not? I'm watching Big Little Lies. Have you watched it? I started it and
0: then it just started to get stressful, and I was like, I can't take this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to like science fiction.
1: I don't capital L love it, but I do like the, I put it this way the theme song and the like opening sequence makes me happy. Also,
0: Alexander Skarsgård he's great as a vampire but he's not the best actor and so sometimes it's hard to watch him act
1: yeah i wouldn't know about his vampire history i know he was in true blood right right but i don't love him (laughs) (laughs) maya we have to give an update on our tennis yesterday okay you know
0: what do you know what my favorite part of tennis was tell me Mm, can you guess maybe
1: what was your favorite part Honestly, just the whole thing. Being back, Coach Dana, she's the best. Yeah, like it was a small group. We got like ec- we got like extra exercise. It uh-huh. was great.
0: My favorite part is when it was three of us on a court: you, me, and another guy.
1: And- oh yes! <laughs> and Dana yelled. Can you handle these two ladies? Yeah, because I'm over there yelling and yelling and yelling.
0: Amy's making a point and screaming yes (laughs) to the entire building.
1: (laughs) And oh, by the way, let me tell you how echoey it is in the Baseline Center Tennis, indoor tennis bubble. Yeah. It echoes and it is very satisfying. I don't know. I just felt like it was so satisfying yesterday. I left there. I was just so excited, like about life. Yeah,
0: me too. It's just great. It gives me life every week. And then I went to Target and returned the terrible tennis dress that I ordered online, which I told you about, where, okay, here's the thing. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. When you read reviews, Mm -hmm. and all the reviews say Mm -hmm. the same thing, and it's bad, but for some reason, Mm -hmm. I think that Mm -hmm. it'll be different for me. Mm
1: -hmm. You want this product (laughs) to work out so much for yourself that you are willing to Put through the process of returning an online item because, you know, just trust those reviews. It's like they're not all wrong and they're not all, well, my body's different. No, your body isn't (laughs) different. That's the thing.
0: So you had to put it on through the neck hole, which makes zero sense because it had built-in shorts. What? Yeah, so you had to squirm in through the neck hole your whole body.
1: (laughs) And then by the time I got on, I was like, this doesn't even fit. That sounds like my Kim Kim Kardashian skims. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Except for it
0: just didn't make any sense, like, why you would design a product like this.
1: Yeah. And then
0: I just returned it immediately. And then I bought a planter. And I got some sandwiches. After tennis, I can do a million errands. And then Mm -hmm. once I get home, it's over.
1: I went and got filled up with gas. I (laughs) went to the Wayzata Brugger's. The girl was like, how's your day going? I'm like, my day is great. I just played tennis she's like okay she's like a teenager like she was a teenager that was like how's your day going like she just says that she doesn't care she just says it like it's she's trying to do a good job yeah she's not interested in your day and normally I would be I would I would I would participate normally in the social contract and just go good good and then we'd be done but oh no after tennis (laughs) I'm a different girl I mean, I was telling her I was playing tennis, it's hot out there, like this, and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, she didn't know what to do with that next step. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't talk to anybody. I like to keep that feeling to myself, because I know how, it's just like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah." We were doing banana phone, fake banana phone. Oh, on yeah. The way.
1: Maya, someone called for you, Maya. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Why? We were pretending our bananas are phones. <laughs> I'm telling you, and this- we were laughing so hard. It's like drugs. Sports and, is like drugs. It's and great. we
1: got our ra- we were getting our rackets restrung.
0: Oh, this is the best. Which is
1: so exciting. Amy. I can't wait to see my black strings. Okay,
0: first of all, we walk up to the desk, <laughs> and I go first. And this no, but the best part of Maya was this adorable, adorable kid,
1: kid with beautiful red hair. We love him. He's Maya says we need to get our rackets restrung, and he kind of looked at us like uh okay okay
0: <laughs> and then he goes uh all right what kind of strings do you want and i go
1: we like, look at each other we're like, like uh, uh <laughs> there's like a list of several strings we don't know we haven't had our brackets restrung since the 90s yeah and How so do we know
0: he was like this is really popular i was like perfect go with it then he's like what tension do you want and again i did this noise Right. Like, who could possibly know that? Yes. And he goes, let me see your racket. And it says right on there, you know, I like know. tires. And I didn't know this. I, I didn't, didn't get, know either. Or I didn't remember it.
1: Yeah. And then he's like, I'm like, here, same exact thing as her. And he goes. And he's like, oh, this tension. And I was like, <laughs> oh. So you want it right in the middle? Yes, I do. <laughs> I actually can't wait to see if there's a difference. Right. Because, like. I'm I'm a little bit of a
0: skeptic. Aim. I'm going to say there's going to be a difference between brand new strings and 20-year-old strings.
1: I know, but like, how? I'm just interested of how it feels. They're pretty dead. Like... I don't remember in the past, put it this way, I don't really remember, like, the difference. Hitting a ball is pretty dead on these
0: strings. I'm feeling it.
1: You know how sometimes you don't hit the ball, like... I think what we'll notice more is, like... You know when you're not hitting the ba- the ball like in the middle of the racket, like those balls that end up on the side Drink, and yeah. they just kind of go clunk? Yeah. I think that's where we'll notice it the most. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see. I might be a skeptic on new strings. He's great. We love that kid. Oh, yeah. Thanks for
0: helping us out.
1: Yeah. And he made it so easy. He's like, how many rackets do you
0: have? And I was like,
1: (laughs) yeah, because you said we. That was so funny. And he's like, how many rackets do you have? (laughs) You're like one. And then but I have one, too. (laughs) Doesn't he know we're
0: twin brothers? We do everything together. I mean, doesn't he
1: know we're twin brothers? Like, that's what you do. Like when you're twin brothers, like you have, you know, everything is like the same but different because your parents try to give you like your own identity. Yeah. And like. So we're on the same cycle of racket restringing. Like, that's just how it works when you're twins.
0: I forgot to tell you when you were gone, I had to make small talk with people. Oh. And one of my favorite things is when somebody says something like, like, they haven't mastered regular small talk, so they'll say something like, doing some stretches, huh? And I never know what to do with that. I know.
1: I feel, sometimes I feel like I'm, I have a social problem.
0: I definitely have a
1: social Because I'm like, oh, what do I even say? Or like, how do I pretend I'm not irritated? Or (laughs) how do I pretend that was an interesting thing to talk about? I'm like, yep.
0: There's nowhere to go with that one.
1: Honestly, the people in our group are so sweet. Oh, my God. They're the nicest people. They're so young. Oh, my God. They're all so sweet. So nice. My partner and I were killing it yesterday. Yeah. I don't remember his name.
0: So I have to turn off my cynicism because these people are so nice and so they sweet. They are and
1: they're so cute and they like I don't know if they're right. humoring us or they just really like us, but either way, I'm good with it. <laughs> Cause they act so sweet. My partner and I, I mean, I try to like give them lots of praise. Uh-huh. And it was they're just they're just sweet. And then they have the, you know. I mean, we're the advanced beginners. The other (laughs) beginners are over there. They have like a literal net down Uh so that they don't, you know, they're balls that they're flying all over the place. Oh, is that why they put that there? I think. That's what I like to think. Okay. they're like not accurate and then they're just going (laughs) to shoot balls at us and we don't want to do that.
0: When I got there, there was that um, mature gentleman sitting on the sidelines and he was awfully close. Like, I was really concerned he was going to get hit by a ball. But that was the advanced class. And he was
1: in a wheelchair, right? Yes. And I was really worried for and him. And this is the thing. Give him a racket. <laughs> Why on earth doesn't he have a racket? He can field some balls. Mm-hmm. Like he would enjoy that. And it would keep him safe.
0: The I end. don't know. Maybe there's a suggestion box.
1: Yeah, maybe. Or maybe there's a reason like he can't do a racket. Maya, I'm ready for the advanced group. I'm just going to say it. Are you? I mean, I'm just waiting for the day when Dana, our coach, Maya, pulls us aside and says, um, Amy and Maya, can you guys hold out a second before you leave? And then we go, okay, sure. And then we like, we're like waiting for Dana. And then she waits for everyone else to leave because she doesn't want anyone to feel bad. And then she's like, so I've been thinking. And I love having you guys in my group. Uh Uh-huh. But I kind of think that you guys are ready to move up to the advanced group. (laughs) How do you feel about that? I think that's what's going to happen, Maya. Okay. Any day. Any day. I don't know. Because, like, I don't know. You saw the advanced group, Maya. What was the big difference? What was Um, your main takeaway?
0: Hmm. Probably consistency. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Takes a drink of coffee.
0: I mean, they're just doing other skills, too, that are, like, they're skills that you and I already know, like, how to do an overhead. Yeah. Um, Which what I
1: haven't it? done in a long time. No, I you haven't. You know what the thing about an overhead is? The pointing is fun. The pointing is fun, but there's, it's almost like there's too much time. Between when the ball is at its highest point to when you can smash it. Have you ever gotten
0: hit in the head where the ball just like hits you in the head?
1: I think so. But like mainly if the sun is out and you lose it in uh, the sun. Yeah. But the thing rough. is, is like there's almost too much time for you to overthink oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're like, uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, that's been tennis chat. <laughs> like, my we might need to change our like description in our category just to tennis. <laughs> For our podcast. Listen,
0: I encourage everyone to get obsessed with something in middle age, and this is our new obsession, and it's so good for us, and it gives it's us life. It's so
1: good for us, Maya, and I thought about this. Like, I was thinking, like, more. Like, remember how we talked about how could we do it more? Like, yeah, like I think we need another day a week. Oh, yeah. Because, like, one day a week is great.
0: <laughs> Yesterday, when she goes, who, who wants to do Tuesdays during the day, and you go,
1: well, sure, I'll just quit my job. I could quit my job. <laughs> like, that's the option. I mean, I could. That is an option. But it's probably not advisable. No. Do you think of yourself as middle-aged? This is funny because, did you are you friends with Nora on Instagram? Who's Nora? Nora McEnerney? McEnner, Terrible I'm- thanks for asking. Oh, no. Okay. It is very funny. That you're asking me that, because I just saw a post. Do I think of myself as middle-aged? No. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, I think we are. Oh, we're... Listen,
0: I don't really want to be 88, so I think I'm past it.
1: Yeah, and so she was saying... She was saying that when she says... She calls herself middle-aged, people are like, Oh, no, no. You're not middle-aged. And she's like, No, I'm middle-aged. I'm... She's, like, about our age, and she's, like, and in my family, she's, like, my dad died at 64, Uh and her husband died of a brain tumor. Yes. So she's, like, I'm middle-aged, and also, like, don't feel bad for me, because I'm really glad I'm still here. Well, think about it.
0: I think about, it's already been a long 44 years. (laughs) If like I this. have to do 44 more, that just sounds exo- like I'm already exhausted. Yeah, I, think I have to-, to live in another
1: entire lifetime? I've already lived a lifetime. I was thinking about this um actually as I was leaving tennis. For some reason, I was thinking about being I was thinking about how as you get older like your body starts to like oh my break god, I'm down. falling apart, you know? And even like after tennis, like I feel great. But, like, you know, there's, like, a little spot on my ankle that's not, that wasn't there before. There's, like, you know, you know, so it's, like...
0: I'm going to Tria Orthopedics to get my elbow looked at.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's, like, it's just one of these weird things where, like, what you said, it's, like, an unpopular opinion that, Mm -hmm. like, I don't need to live, like, to be 100 years old. What, why do you think people
0: are so jazzed up about living to 100
1: I don't think they're jazzed up about living to a hundred, but I think they're afraid. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of dying, and I think they're just like it's a it's a it's a rough thing to think about. But then I was thinking about this in the car again. I had cancer. Yeah, I had moments where I felt very very sick, mm-hmm. very very, and this is the thing. I had a couple moments where I was like, I could die. Like I'm okay. The thing is, is, like, when you get to the point where you're going to die, uh-huh. unless you die in, like, a tragic thing where it's, like, this. Right. But, like, if you, for example, have cancer, like, can we please try? It's sad for us to lose somebody. Uh-huh. But, like, the person that's dying is okay. Sure. Like, they are okay. It's different. You're in a different... You, you move into, like, this different realm, almost, where you're, like... You feel so sick. You're just, like, very close to, like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's very, a lot of, like, the emotional stuff that's tied to it, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: all the grieving that takes place is basically through the eyes of the griever, not through the person. Like, you know, you hear people say things like this. Oh, well, she would have loved to see her kids (laughs) go to prom or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but she's gone. Yeah. She's not sad. It's like, don't be sad for that person. Right. Yes, you're sad and you miss the person, but also like that person, like she was okay. Like she, you know, you hear about people that are like in a, they're not like awake the last few days of their life. And mm-hmm. it's like they're dying, they're, they're, they're okay. So I don't know, Maya, but like I think it's just like an unpopular thing to think like I don't want to be a hundred and it's like... I'm
0: just imagining you writing greeting cards for this. <laughs> you're
1: like. Don't worry. Your person was ready to go. I know it's sad. I'm not saying it's not. Right. But we were talking last night because my aunt, my oldest aunt is like now sick and she's in like an assisted living place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And honestly, nursing homes, Ugh. what a racket. I'm not interested in. Do you know what they do with that. your money? No. So the state pays, I guess, for part of that, but uh-huh. they basically take all the money you have left, mm-hmm. all of it, because mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, we're you're gonna be using all this money." So it's like, if you have like a house, if you have whatever you have, uh-huh. as much as you have, they'll take. I mean that is a racket, yeah. And my sister's like, nursing homes are terrible, da-da-da. And my mom's like, well, what is the option? Like, And my mom's like, you guys can't just take care of me. And my sister's probably tr- going to try to do that. But like, yeah. I will come and visit. I will not be the one main ta- caretaker.
0: I'm not really good as a caretaker.
1: I'm okay, because I'm a nurse. I'm terrible. But I honestly, like, I... It's very... I was thinking about this because we got a new bed. Yes, it's a Compressed Adjustable bed. <laughs> and I was making the bed and I remember like in nursing school, you know how you take um you take a pillow at home? When you're putting a new pillowcase in, how do you put the pillow in the pillowcase? I shove it in and then I do okay, it. Okay, if you do that at if you do this activity that you're doing, shaking your arms and getting the pillow, you are failing in nursing school. Okay. You will fail bed making skill. Okay. I was telling Warren this last night and he goes, why? And I said, no one knows. (laughs) But you cannot do that when you're like making a bed the proper way in the hospital. Okay. So anyways, I was making the bed. I was doing the hospital corners just because it's fun. (laughs) And I was thinking about how, how I was like, nursing wasn't for me. Because I was thinking about how exhausting, physically exhausting and emotionally exhausting it was. Why do you think that you wanted to do that? Um, Because I do love medicine. Okay. And I was in the emergency department, and Uh the emergency department is a separate universe. Yeah. And I think also, like, you got to think about where I was at at the time, where I was pregnant with my son, Mm -hmm. and also, like, I was um, working in the ER. I was doing, like, the, I was a huck in the ER. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like a secretary in the ER.
0: Health unit coordinator. Health unit
1: coordinator. And I kind of looked around. I never thought of it. But then the nurses that I saw and that I loved, I was right in the center. In that day and age, we sat in the middle of the ER. Uh So like we got to just observe everything that was going on. And I love an ER. There's nothing like it. It's so cool.
0: Do you like to show ER?
1: Uh, I not necessarily. I like the ones that are real, though. Okay. Like the real, the real, not the reenactment, the real ER, where they like, where they like film in an ER. Yes. Because I'll tell you what, it's like the best environment. First of all, it's one of the only places in medicine where you have almost an equal split male-female. Okay. That's very important. Why do you think that is? Because it is more of like a, um, it's more of a tactical, it's more of a hands-on, it's more of a... Mm Short-term, I think it just is more attractive to, like, maybe the male energy, right? So it's, um, it's kind of like this, too, with the ER. Like, you get to be full circle with your patient, which is kind of fun. So, like, they come in the door. Yeah. And ideally, right, they're either at the end of your shift, they've either moved up and been transferred to the floor because they need more help, or they're out the door. So it's, like, kind of this fast-paced, you feel like you're really getting things done. Um... It's just a cool environment, and there's just a lot of horsing around, I got to tell you, everybody. There's so much horsing around and practical jokes. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, I,
0: hate, I hate practical jokes.
1: I mean, not practical jokes that are, like, hurtful, but, like, my friend Joelster and I, we were best friends, and we worked only together, so our shifts were only together. Fun. And we would do the most craziest shenanigans you've ever seen. We would... We would do this funniest shenanigans, and everyone would be so busy, and some of the docs would be like, oh, you guys, and we would just laugh. (laughs) We would just laugh and laugh and laugh. It was so fun. But anyway, I think that seeing all that, and I was like, and then also, I think I didn't have like the confidence of math and science. Sure. Just from being a girl, to be honest. And so when I saw the nurses doing, I was like, I could do that. Like, it never occurred to me that I could do that job. And then it was like, I could do that job. They make good money. I'm going to be a mom. Like, sure. This is perfect. Yeah. And I worked there while I went to nursing school, yada, yada. And it was like, it was great. And if I could have stayed in the ER environment, like, I would have got burnt out. It's a high burnout job. Mm -hmm. It's just a high burnout job. Like, you get, it's just too much. Like, it's my mom and I were talking about it last night. And like, she said, one of the nurses she works with, Tammy, who's Austin's birthday twin. She's been a nurse for, like, I don't know, 25 years at Children's, and she said she hasn't cried more on her... There's a lot of crying on your way home in the car. That's a classic nursing thing. It's a lot of crying in the car. Mm. She hasn't cried in the car on the way home more than she has in the past four months in her whole 25 years. Wow. So it's just... It's just a rough, rough, rough road. I read a book about um, this guy's
0: memoir about being an EMT. Uh Uh-huh. And, again, high burnout. Mm, huge um a lot of ptsd yep because not only do you have to deal with really horrific situations yep um it's also dangerous yep so you could be walking into you don't know what Mm -mm. you can get shot stabbed right run over right um but your job is to like help people. And be the first one there. Right. Yeah. And so and then just the whole system, the way they're trained in private companies and then I don't know, it just sounded really stressful. And then the thing that stuck with me the most is when he was like, there was something clicking on the bottom of my shoe and it was bothering me. And then I finally like looked at the bottom of the tread of my shoe and he's like, It was a piece of human skull. Mm-hmm. And he was like I just I just yeah, so yeah.
1: the paramedic job is in is insane. All the things you said are true. So Joelster, my buddy that I re- that I referenced. Mm-hmm. We were both hucks. He I went to nursing school, he went to paramedic school. He was an HCMC paramedic. Wow. He did it for like I don't know, 5 or 6 years and he went back to being a huck. And he was telling me just same thing you're telling me, but like Just day to day. And he was saying, like, there's huge, like, those, those, um, a lot of paramedics end up, like, a lot of them have drinking problems. Yep,
0: That's what, that was in the book, too. I think he had... Yeah. I'm trying to remember if he had a problem or if someone else did, but... Yeah,
1: it's a big thing. And it's, like, yeah, it's a, it's so rough, like, to be the first one there and, like, it's just... And you think like things don't really weigh on you, but they do. Like there's moments I can remember from being in hospitals that like I can vividly remember them Mm -hmm. of people like losing their life and whatever, or like other situations where it was just like, you know, you're still a human. Mm -hmm. So like to process these things is like, it's difficult to process. And I haven't done, I didn't do the job for 30 years. I did it for about 10. And... I still have those moments where mm-hmm. it's like you know they're ingrained in your memory and like enough of those putting together just like piling on top of each other. Yeah. And everybody's like your coworkers, that's what that's another reason why I think the ER or like the your your team becomes like they are like family. And I think too one of the things that I miss from it is that it is like seriously everybody's like being their true self, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. because you're at like a, it's not like the business where we're gonna like circle back on the McKenzie file, right? <laughs> you are like at this heightened level of stress. Yeah. And you also have these urgent things you have to take care of. And so all that's out the window. So you're dealing with everybody's true personalities there's for no better bullshit. or worse. There's yeah. no bullshit. So you get to know people on a level and like it's, I don't know, there's a respect too for everybody. Like, we're all family, like so-and-so pisses me off, but we're family. Mm. So anyways, I don't know, it's, it's a cool place to be, but yeah, so stressful, and so that's why I went into it. As you can see, I do have a lot of love for it, but mm-hmm. it's also still just like high burnout, and I was just at the end of my rope. And now you're circling back to the Mackenzie file. And now I'm just circling back to the Mackenzie <laughs> file, and I am like... You know what? I'll get that to you by EOD. <laughs> and um, thank you. Um, regards. Kind regards. Put a know. pin in it. Put a pin in that. We'll circle back. Let's run that up the flagpole. <laughs> um, let's let's flush it out, which a lot of people think is flush it out. Who thinks it's flush it out? A lot of people, Maya. They start think listening. Flush it out? Start listening. Start listening and you will notice this. That
0: doesn't make any sense.
1: So, my husband and I had this whole, like, discussion about it. I used to say, flush it out. What? Yep. And a lot of people say, flush it out, Mariah. Now you're going to notice this. Oh, my God. And then I had him explain it to me, what it, why. Like, what flush it out means. He explained it to me, but I still don't think it's very intuitive. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest.
0: Why don't you explain to the listener what, why is flush it
1: out? Oh, God. I'm being put on the spot by producer Tyler. Uh, Maya, do you want to take this one?
0: I mean, I don't know what okay. other people think. Here's what I think: it's it's that it's it it means of <laughs> creating a fully realized concept. So yes, exactly. you know, a, and giving it meat and giving it flesh.
1: Yes, that's exactly right. So to flesh out something means to put meat on its bones. Very good, Maya. Thank you. Metaphorically, it means to add details or make something more complete. You might meet with your coworkers to flesh out a proposal that you're working <laughs> Not on. Not flush together. it out. And to me, one of the top questions I'd like to say in Google <laughs> is is the phrase flesh out or flush out? Now, to me, it almost makes sense about flushing something out. <laughs> because again, going back to my medical background, flushing is like, you're flushing it out. You're, like, flushing it out as in from... Not, like, flushing it down the toilet. You're flushing it out, like, through a system. So, for me, that's where I think yeah, it makes Yeah, but isn't sense. that
0: waste? It wouldn't be... Like, the
1: end product would still be... Not necessarily. Like, you're flushing out... I guess. You're flushing out toxins. You're uh-huh. flushing out ideas. I don't know. Someone <laughs> says here, to flush out something is to cause it to leave a hiding place. What?
0: Oh, so like if you like are- the birds were flushed out of the tree. Yeah, so if you're hunting something and the dogs are flushing,
1: and you can also say as in flush out the truth. So I mean,
0: that's hunt. It's like a hunting term.
1: Yeah, well, some of us are into hunting. <laughs> <laughs> some of us are more closer to hunting than in the business world. Okay, I guess.
0: I'm good at that when you I when you're like, what do you think this means? I like that game. It's my favorite. Oh, nice, Maya. Flash you you said AM. something earlier where I was like, Oh, I wanna talk about this and oh, now great. I lost it. It's so early. Well, what was it, Maya? No
1: idea. Oh my god, Maya. Um oh we watched I'm just gonna change the subject. Okay, good. We watched uh Quiet Place Two What did you think?
0: Last night. I thought it was good. So did I. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like the first one's really great. There's a lot of talking in this one,
1: Mm -hmm. which
0: I guess I'm okay with. I love the first one because there's it was so silent.
1: Yeah, it was very silent. It was kind of. Yeah, I think that when the first one ended and I saw the preview for the second one, Uh uh-huh. I was very excited because I was really excited to see, like, the before times. Oh, You know, that was really interesting to me to see, like, what it was like before and to see more of their personalities and, like, Uh what were they like as a group, as a family, like, prior to the incident, as Uh it were. Uh And then the, like, monsters, uh, I felt like the first one you saw less... And I appreciate that. I enjoy that more once I start seeing, like, fake monsters flying around. It's like the Jaws effect. You don't see that shark till the end, but it's so scary Exactly. The whole time. And, like, why are we being quiet? We don't... No one really knows. Right. We're just being quiet. Yeah. The baby... Oh, my God. The baby parts? Yeah. I was, like... I was doing a speech about how this is an outrage at one point. <laughs> like, that baby the gas those kids gasping for air in that like tank or whatever it was Uh that was absolutely horrible that should never be in a movie oh it was just like you're kidding right like you're doing this you're really going there well at some point you know when you saw that towel there
0: you knew that was gonna fail i knew
1: it was and every time i was just waiting for it and i was (laughs) like they're gonna do this to us aren't they (laughs) they are they're gonna go there yeah I,
0: Tyler said something interesting. He's like, what's their end, like, what's their goal?
1: That's a very interesting point.
0: Because they're not eating the people. If you notice, there's bodies everywhere. They're not eating the people. They're just killing them. Yeah. So I was like, what's their food source? Because they're not eating people. They're just killing them. And then, you know, again, what's the end goal? And then I said, well, maybe... You know how they fell out of the sky and it was, like, Mm -hmm. burning and whatnot? I was like, maybe they're not, maybe they're just cattle. Like, maybe it's an animal and not, the technology wasn't built by that animal. They just happen to be on, let's say there's a spaceship. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There's a higher intelligence. Mm -hmm. They go from planet to planet just removing the inhabitants Mm -hmm. and then taking the resources, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now... Let's say they have they built an animal or they have an animal that they just cart around on their ships. Oh sure. And then just throw them down on the ground and then when mm-hmm. everything's cleared they come in and take the resources.
1: Yeah, that's a possibility.
0: Now, maybe that animal got out of control. Yeah, as they always do. <laughs> and and the higher intelligence is removed from the equation, so they're just
1: rogue Creatures, Yeah.
0: So not, maybe not a higher intelligence.
1: Maybe not a purpose, just, like, out of control. Yeah. And then is there going to be a number three? Probably. So now we're going to learn, like, maybe that's the next step, is to, like, figure more about what these creatures are. It has to be. Right? Yeah. Because, like, we still don't really know what about the creatures, do we? No. I don't know. These creatures, Maya, these fake creatures, <laughs> the <this> sci-fi stuff. <laughs> It's just so weird. I don't know. We're really into this show
0: now that's about the video game industry. And I think this is, we're late to this game. We might be way late to this game. What's it called again? Vision Quest? Mystic Quest. Mystic Quest. I, you see your face. I know you think you might hate it, but here's- No, the,
1: actually, I think it could be interesting.
0: It's basically a tech company and it's all the different personalities. And the it's one of the guys from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Which we like to call, affectionately, the yelling show.
1: That show is so funny. (laughs) Just yelling at each other all the time. It's almost, like, nothing funnier than that show. It's so funny. And they're such horrible people. They're so bad. (laughs) And it's so hilarious. So it's Charlie Day.
0: Yeah. And um, then one of the guys from Community.
1: Okay. So you have a good cast going so far.
0: Yep. And then... I'm trying to think there's one more person that, oh, there's this older guy that's hysterical.
1: What network is this on? Or what streamer? Apple Plus. Oh. No? You don't? I don't have Apple Plus, Maya. (laughs) How can I keep up? I just got HBO (laughs) after years of pining away. So you're not watching Ted Lasso is what you're telling me. No, and is it the best show ever? Yeah,
0: it's basically the best show ever. And you know how everybody's like for God's sake just watch Ted Lasso? Yes. And finally we were able
1: to. I heard it's actually the best show ever. It is.
0: And I can't explain to you why it's the best show I'm ever. I'm going to
1: have to wait till it ends up off of Apple.
0: But I have a whole new respect for Jason Sudeikis. Like I have That's to what tell everyone's you. saying. Yeah, he's great. So mad right now. All the characters are good. The guy who plays Roy Roy's the one that has the bad attitude, right? Did
1: you guys finish it? No. Okay.
0: We're real slow watchers.
1: Yeah. So that, that's that been, like, our TV. Oh, you know what I watched? What? On Netflix. Uh-huh. Highly recommend. Okay. The last blockbuster. Oh, is it a documentary about? Yes, about the very last blockbuster in Bend, mm-hmm. Oregon. Okay. Um... It is so good. I mean, put it on. It's not like, you know, an Academy Award winner here. It's just interesting. Well, and the, don't you miss the Blockbuster? I feel that's like we've, what I was ta- gonna say. we've talked about so this. It's like, so it's like they go through the whole thing of, like, going to Blockbuster was like an activity. Yeah. And, like, the idea of, like, the guy was saying, like, it's a Friday night. Didn't your mom used to go and, like, just get all My the new- mom used to go on the <laughs> Thursday morning, because that's, like, or whenever it was. When the new releases were there, and she would, like, you'd come home from school possibly on a Friday or whatever. She'd get there when it opened. Yeah. And you could see that stack of videos at that, on that ledge when you walked into my house. Yeah. And you knew. It. You were in for a great night. You were going to have a Domino's pizza, maybe oh a God. Coca-Cola. Yeah. And you were going to watch all these videos. I and have- there was something so exciting... So fun, too, about, like, just walking around, looking at the, looking at the um. package, yes. looking at the picture, uh-huh. looking at the back. The synopsis. The synopsis. It was just, like, so fun. And then yeah. there was, like, the... Like, date, like, if you'd go, like, with a boyfriend or, like, someone you were newly dating. Oh, I forgot about this. That was all, like, a, that was, like, literally, like, foreplay. That's, like, half the date. It was, like, half the date of, like, you're, like, flirting in there and you're, like, you just, like, walk through I'm all like, the aisles. i have you ever seen John
0: Woo's Hard Boiled in the original? It's subtitled, and that is, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly.
1: So you start, and then you're like, oh, no. Or, or the person's like, let's watch this, and you're like, uh-oh, this isn't going to work. Because <laughs> you know that that... And then, like, the guy was saying you'd get, like, one for the girl would pick out, like, his girlfriend would pick one out, and he'd pick one out. Mm-hmm. And then you'd, like, watch both. You probably didn't finish them, but it doesn't matter. You're neither here nor there. But, um... Anyways, okay, so a couple of interesting facts. Maya, why do you think that Blockbuster went out of business?
0: Well, first of all, those late fees were ridiculous. Okay. Then they tried to do a thing where it's like a membership. But then they still had that we went in one time and they're like, "You have $20 in late fees." And then we were like, "What are you talking about?" Then okay. It's like there's only five of a video. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There's only five of a DVD. So if Mm -hmm. you don't get there, I mean, whereas streaming Mm
1: -hmm. or like
0: Netflix, it's
1: like, oh, yeah, I want this and I can have it right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you're kind of wrong. So the reason, actual reason that Blockbuster went out of business Uh was because they eliminated late fees. Oh. When they eliminated late fees. Yeah. They were... Duns. They were dunzo. They lost so much money. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Like, they could no longer. So, another thing. Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix. And they laughed them out of the room. Oh, no. They laughed Netflix out of the room. There was a hilarious reenactment involving puppets (laughs) in the documentary (laughs) where there was the one puppet from Netflix and he had an N on his shirt. Yeah. And then there was, like, the businessman of blockbuster and he came in and they were like bah, bah, get out of here you're stupid we don't want to get involved with you and they are like ha, ha, ha. and then netflix like went out the door so so they had an opportunity to buy netflix they were i guess at one point they were set up to like everyone thinks it's netflix put them out of business essentially yeah but that's not actually what happened they were set up at one point to like seamlessly move into that new model sure And they, like, number one, eliminating late fees really, like, trashed them. But also, like, they just made a few, like, poor business decisions, essentially. Huh. And then this one in Bend, Oregon is, like, is, it's amazing. So the woman that runs it, Uh she's, like, so cute. She's so sweet. She's, like, been the manager forever. All of her kids have worked there. (laughs) All of the kids in the town have worked there. Yeah. She has like this Blockbuster party every year where it's like a family reunion, it's called. And they have it in the Blockbuster and they have like snacks and all these kids and she calls them her Blockbuster grandkids from all the kids that have worked at Blockbuster and now they're married and they have kids. (laughs) And like she goes around and buys. So she goes, one of the things she does, one of her duties in the week is she goes to like Walmart and Target, buys as many of like the new movies as she can. Puts them on the shelves. Like, it's weird. She's like hanging on to this, Maya. Huh. It's just so amazing. And then um, they were talking about how I worked at Blockbuster Video. Oh, but didn't you just work there for like a day? No, I worked there for a little while. I worked there for a couple few months. like a summer. And I worked there on the week on Fridays or whatever. I think Fridays was my main shift. It was so fun. Do you know the only reason I think I didn't work at a Blockbuster? Why? It's that polo. Oh, no. I had to wear an Oxford and khakis. (laughs) Yeah, it was the outfit. It was so bad. Yeah. How is it that my body... I feel like you complained about the pants. Oh, my God. I had to go get khakis. I do not have a khaki body. (laughs) And I do not have an Oxford body. Tucking it in. Tucking in an Oxford into khakis? Yuck. Do you know how uncomfortable, do you know how ugly I felt, Maya? What is it about an outfit that you can put it on and just feel so ugly? It's pretty dumpy outfit. Dumpiest possible outfit there was. For for a teenage girl. And then you're having to do all this bending and stuff and you're in these terrible khakis and you have a button down and you have big boobs so you have to get like a very big button down. So it's like very big on you. It just looks terrible to accommodate your boobs. And then when a shirt's that big, when you tuck it in, there's so much material that it's like clumping up <laughs> in your face. It was so unflattering. And the only option you have is a shoe choice, which can't make up for any of the stuff above the ankle. <laughs> so bad. Okay? Uh. It was so bad, but at least it was fun, Maya. Okay. Checking people out, so fun. And then everyone that had worked in the, at Blockbuster on the video, I never realized it. They're like, it was the easiest job. <laughs> like, you didn't have to, like, there was no food. Yeah. You know, like, working in a restaurant. is messy, it's hot, it's yeah. this, it's that. Burn your hand. Get used to burning this shit out of your hands. <laughs> I don't know if everyone here has worked at everyone in this room has worked at restaurants. And, like, burning your fucking motherfucking hands off is such a part of the job is it not yeah it's either the hot ass water when you're (laughs) washing stuff or like the fucking plates you're literally like i'm burning my (laughs) my hands are burnt right now (laughs) like that's a very very under discussed part of working in restaurants (laughs) must be able to endure burnt hands yeah and i guess you just burn them to the point where it doesn't matter anymore Right. Blockbuster. Blockbuster? There's no food. There's no splashing of grease on you. You get to talk about movies. You get to talk about movies. Ironically, I'm not really into movies. So it was like, I like movies they are fine. But like a lot of people in the video, in the show were talking about um, the perk of like you could take home as many movies as you wanted, which was fine. But like, I mean, let's face it. There was a time where I brought home Tin Cup every time because everyone was renting Tin Cup. I never watched that shit. I brought it home every weekend. You know what's funny? is like I'm going to watch Tin Cup. Is that Kevin
0: Costner and Cheech Marin and uh, Rene Russo? Rene Russo. Okay, that's actually weirdly kind of a good movie.
1: I Trust me. When I worked at Blockbuster, <laughs> that was one of the hot new releases, Maya. Everyone talked about how it was so good. And I, so I was like, I have to watch this. I brought it home almost every, almost every shift I brought it home and I never have, I've still to this day never seen it. I mean, I, now I'm thinking back on it. Like I used to spend a lot of time in the indie section, Uh huh.
0: you know, so all of these movies like Run, Lola, Run or like all of those like old John Woo Hong Kong movies and um, just movies that were not. In the mainstream, but you could get them at Blockbuster. I would hear about independent movies, and the only way you could see those movies like sometimes Uptown you could go to Uptown, but sometimes like they wouldn't even come to your city, yeah, your indie theater, and so you could rent them at Blockbuster, and so I could see all these indie movies Mm -hmm. or like foreign films. Mm -hmm. Who wants to go to a theater and see a foreign film? I mean, it depends on what it is. I don't know, but yeah, I'd rather be laying in my pajamas and like,
1: yeah. I don't know, it was a lot of nostalgia and then it was just like, I guess there's a smell of Blockbuster and I don't remember this and I wish I could go back and Tyler is like nodding his head yes, but everyone on the video. What's the smell? There's a certain smell and like they said, they were like trying to analyze it and they're like, it's a combination of this plastic, possibly the ink that's, and then also like the print, they print out a lot of receipts and stuff like. They couldn't really put their finger on it. But every single person then in the movie, they talked about it. And then a lot of these people went to Bend and went into this blockbuster. Yeah. And all of them were like, oh, my God, the smell. (laughs) And I was like, I want to smell the blockbuster smell. I'm sure I would recognize it. Is it still going? Yes. So then I Googled it after, as you do when you watch things now. Yeah. It's still open. So in the movie, she was like waiting and waiting the whole time for her Viacom to call her back because... She's on this like every year or something where they like renew. She can like re-sign. Uh-huh. And at the end of the movie, they said, we're going to let you renew for another year or whatever. And then I Googled it. And not only does this lady still have this place running, uh-huh. but she also has it on Airbnb and they do like once a year a sleepover in the blockbuster. That's so fun. I know. I love it. Yeah. So, anyway, it's a good movie. I recommend just putting it on, and it's, um, Kevin Smith is, like, the main um, narrator. Which makes sense. Yeah. And so, then there's, like, several other people, and it's fine, but, like, it's just fun to see the behind the scenes. Like, at one point, there were, obviously, people were getting really rich. Like, this one guy that opened the first one, like, the first year, he had, like, you know, two stores, and the next year, he had, like, 11. Like, it was fun to see that, like... It was fun to remember back to, like, a simpler time. We were kids, so we didn't really get it. But, like, this simple time of, like, just imagining the person that opened one blockbuster and then was able to open 11 and just, like, probably their lives were just, like, nothing is ever going to be bad. Remember
0: when they used to fine you for not rewinding the tape?
1: Be kind, rewind, Maya. Yeah, the VHS tape. It was, like, $5 for not rewinding. Yeah, yeah. I used to have to rewind those, you know? We had those rewinder machines. <laughs> and you'd have to open them up. And then they talked about how, I don't know if you guys probably remember this too, where like on a, on a Monday, for example, they would come in and the movies, because of the bucket where you'd return the movies, Yeah, it would have like overflowed. And like some of the movies, you could see them in the store. They were just like all on the floor. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was it was fun to watch.
0: <laughs> Well, I only have one approved denied for you. Let's go. Okay, I wrote it down. It's not really an approved denied. It's sort of like, eh, yeah, it kind of is. Um, there's an article on CNN this week. Okay. Eating a hot eating a hot dog takes
1: thirty six minutes off your life. Cool. Um. So also though. There are other things that add 36 minutes to your life. Okay. So you can easily, like, do a (laughs) one-to-one. Just saying. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it per our earlier conversation. Like, 36 minutes ain't shit, first of all. It's pretty, I mean, for a good-tasting hot dog, I'll take it. Yeah, and, like, honestly, how many hot dogs are people eating? (laughs) Because, like, I'm eating a few hot dogs in the summer. Yeah. I'm eating a hot dog when I go to the ballpark, although the last couple of times I haven't had good ones. I like the skinny little, like, old school hot dogs. I don't want these big, giant hot dogs. <laughs> it's just, I like the little old style hot dogs. Yeah. You know, we don't all have to be, like, a built like a polar sausage. <laughs> sometimes you just want like a skinny hot normal like small hot dog and i like mine a little overdone everything doesn't exactly everything doesn't have to be bigger no i can't eat one of these full hot dogs they're so big (laughs) i don't know it's too
0: much i it's funny when you get a too big hot dog and you're like oh this just kind of ruined the experience yeah because
1: it's a brat it's guess what i like that that's called a brat yeah a brat is bigger yeah cool Uh uh-huh a hot dog is supposed to be smaller also, I would I would argue that that's possibly taking an hour out of my life. Oh yeah, because it's like double the size of a normal hot dog. Yeah, so there you go. But honestly, nothing like a hot dog on the grill. Fat hot dogs denied. Fat hot dogs denied. Taking minutes off your life for having enjoying a delicious hot dog is approved. <laughs> also, if you like look into that article, there are several items that tell you how to gain more minutes. Uh huh. So I would recommend just deciding what you're gonna do and what you're not gonna do. Putting them together, and there you go. You're at what we call status quo. (laughs) And really, how many hot dogs are you eating? Exactly. That's my point. (laughs) Like, how many hot dogs are people eating? Even one a week is like, that's a lot of hot dogs. Yeah. I'm not eating a hot dog a week. No. Maybe topped once a month. Maybe. Maybe
0: in the summertime.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've figured out what we want to do. We just want to enjoy the delicious hot dog when we can. I really
0: kind of want a hot dog right now. Sounds so good. I'm (laughs) so hungry. Let's go and we can have hot dogs.
1: Well, what did we learn this week? Um, We learned that... uh, (laughs) I have no idea, Maya. Um,
0: Blockbuster has a, a unique, distinct smell. And nobody looks
1: good in that outfit. No one. Actually, some somebody does. I bet Tyler does. Oh, he probably looks great in that. Dang. Tyler, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also hot dog Although food. he would kind of look funny in it, if you think about it.
0: Well, it's so uptight.
1: That's what I mean. The styling of it would make me laugh. Like, if I show up here next week and Tyler's wearing, like, a Oxford and khakis with his blockbuster <laughs> name tag, I'm going to die. It would be like
0: a, him wearing a costume.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So there you go. All right. Good job.
1: Good job. High You're high just five.
0: rubbing your eyes like a little tired puppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gonna go to that baby shower now.